Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Watson's Weekly Roundup. Um, today me and Peter are going to talk through uh, three main overarching topics, which is macroeconomic factors, vaccine stuff and tech. Um, so hello again, Peter. Hi there. It's <laughs> been lots of we... us this week. <laughs> yes, indeed. There you go. Um, but 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 it's all good. It's all good. Um, good. So yeah, starting off with macro, um, obviously, um, um, you know, uh, Donald Trump took things pretty badly uh, with regards to the results um, of the election earlier on this week. And uh, but having said that, as time has gone on during the week, um, some of his um, party members have been, you know, actually allowing Biden into things and letting him see things and whatnot. So um, so anyway, it, it's it's going on. Um, then in Europe, you've got um, the EU imposing tariffs on US goods. Um, this follows uh, the recent decision by the World Trade Organization um, uh, to let them impose these um, these taxes. Um, it's going to be four billion dollars worth of taxes um, on various US goods. Um, it's the latest in the very long uh, established um, dispute between Airbus and Boeing, um, which has been going on for 16 years or something. Um, and the basics of that are um, the US side with Boeing um, accuse the French side, which is Airbus, of um, unfairly um, helping, uh, you know, he- helping Airbus. And then um, the French side is accusing um, the the Americans of um, favouring Boeing and that sort of so it's basically been going to and fro to and fro to and fro for quite some time now. But anyway, it's going to happen. It's happening. They're putting in these taxes now. Um, I just think that um, this is maybe uh, Europe's way of of nudging uh, Joe Biden and saying, look, you know, let's get to the negotiating table and we'll see what happens there. Uh, then the other thing is Boris Johnson induced, uh, induced, uh, introduced, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, introduced new takeover rules, um, and that's in order to protect certain industries that are, you know, uh, key to the national fabric and um, uh, and and uh, security and things like that. Um, this really brings us into line with a lot of other countries. Um, you will probably remember that Margaret Vestager, the uh, competition commissioner in, in Europe, um, was saying to uh, saying to leaders um, it, towards the beginning of the the uh, the lockdown of the um, uh, the outbreak, but saying that. Um, they need to make sure that they protect against uh, outside investors, specifically China and also to some extent um, sovereign wealth, you know, oil rich sovereign wealth funds. Um, I mean, you know, China, big Chinese companies have um, some interests in some pretty uh, key businesses already in the UK. But I guess this will just stop a deluge of them. And the thing was, it came in, into force um, pretty much. Uh, as as it was announced, uh, which is good because otherwise it would have just um, prompted a whole load of deal making before the uh, before the deadline. So um, that's what that's what happened there. Uh, I think for what it's worth, I mean, on on some on some level, people will think um, that uh, 
you know, this is the right thing to do, morally the right thing to do. But then again, I think from a com- company point of view, they might be quite annoyed because um, what this does effectively is cuts off uh, another potential source of funding um, and for which they probably aren't going to get compensated for by the government. Um, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, make Great Britain great again. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get some of those hats. Um, I think probably, I don't know, what sort of hat do you think? Would, you know, because... I think the Americans have got the baseball hat covered, haven't they? Um, yeah, I don't, a top hat, a top hat. Top hat, yes. yes British. You could have a, yeah, you could have a really sort of really big message on 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 one of them, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, make Britain great again. Oh, it doesn't sound the same. Anyway, um, right. Uh, so the next thing, the next thing is um, is about the vaccine. So everyone went crazy for the news that um, Pfizer and BioNTech. Um, announced that their their um, vaccine, their coronavirus vaccine candidate was doing really well. Uh, 90% efficacy rates um, uh, at these late stage tests, which is great. Um, and, um, you know, there are others others as well, actually. Moderna, AstraZeneca, Sanofi uh, and, and GSK, um, they are also in very late stages and, and are supposedly looking quite good. Um, the markets went in an absolute frenzy um, on that news. And um, actually, they went so much into a frenzy. People all tr- tried to pile in um, the websites of Hargreaves, Lansdowne, AJ Bell and even Fidelity. Um, couldn't cope and they they crashed so um that was you know that was quite interesting um the thing is though is i think it's too early to get too excited about all this a lot of stuff can keep go, can go wrong in this even at this stage and then you've got things like um prob- or issues that you will have in terms of uh, production so producing enough of this stuff uh, also transportation where Things like the the uh, the, the Pfizer Pfizer bio bio uh, has to be at uh, kept at minus seventy degrees centigrade, um, so it's not you know it's very difficult and apparently that involves dry ice and there's not enough dry ice uh, and then also there's the distribution as well. So there are still lots of hurdles to be uh, to be uh, negotiated and the other thing as well is that. Uh, the other good other good news is that a lot of the uh, more of the safety stats from these tests will be released next week. So I think that looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the markets were crazy just on the announcement of the sort of next stage of the vaccine. Imagine when it's actually cleared and starts oh, no. being administered. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's going to be mental. It's going to be mental. Um, I think that um, we will see a very exaggerated version of what we saw this week um and i i personally think that when that happens it will be a, it will be the biggest volumes biggest jumps and everything um that we'll ever see i think um when that when that day comes do you feel like um, do, do you feel like some of the the stock rises are a bit unjustified such as people piling back into the airlines because i you hmm. spoke about it this week that Yes, the, the vaccine would be good news for them, but you've got to take into account that people might not rush to go on holiday, probably won't rush to go on holiday. I mean, I won't mm. be. And I think if you come out of the back of the new year, and especially when the furlough scheme ends again in March, you might mm. have redundancies, people can't afford it. So do you feel like it was a bit premature? 
Very much so. I think that everyone got a bit too excited too quickly. I think the aviation industry is still going to be in a hell of a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, people aren't going to be booking flights overnight because um, I think you'll, you know, there are going to be all sorts of protocols that you have to meet to meet because um, each country may decide or uh, decide to accept or not to accept uh, a particular vaccine, for instance. Um, so you've got to do that. You've got to the yeah you've there's there's there are going to be so many more hurdles that people have got to jump through before they even get to book a holiday mm. so um i think it's too i think at the moment it's too early yeah and i think the the other question on everybody's lips this week was do you think that the vaccine might be mandatory so uh i think it will be um i don't think you're gonna have um you know uh, the army breaking down your door and holding you down and, and um, you know, administering something. But I would suspect that what will happen is there'll be a big PR campaign saying how safe it is and how you're doing your duty and all that sort of stuff um, with regards to actually taking the vaccine. So that'll be one thing. Um, but I actually think that, um, uh, that, they will they will uh the the, the the i'm trying to think i'm trying to, my train of thought here. um oh, i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> oh, i was gonna say oh god i'm so tired i'm so tired this afternoon um so what was the question again the question was um do i think it's going to be managed so yeah so they're going to do a big campaign and then after that i think what they're going to do is they um i suspect that what they're going to do is they're going to have to have some kind of system whereby you have to prove you've had the vaccine and you know so i think that there'll be companies or a company or companies out there um who will have to build a bloody massive database which has to be super uh super security uh you know super secure um so that you can actually prove that you have been vaccinated mm. uh and i would suggest that um you know the information you have to have to prove it will be on this database would be your name your birth date um, where you live because they need to see from a geographical base um, uh, what uh, what vaccine it was you took it when you took it you know th stuff like that there's going to have to be a record of it um, somewhere and I would have thought that one way of making it mandatory without saying it's mandatory is to make sure that um, businesses and things will have to um, take some sort of proof that you have had the co a COVID a COVID vaccine. Mm. So um, I and I think that given the information that I just told you about just then, um, I reckon that it would be um, akin to the sort of information you'd see on an ID card. And a few years ago, there was this whole hoo ha about having whether everyone should have an ID card. And lot, there are always lots of objections to this. But I think that this time round, it might stand a chance of actually getting through. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting thing. I, I reckon that for this proposal, governance and oversight will have to be key because not only have you got to be aware of the sort of data you'll be holding on people, you'll be surely susceptible to very sophisticated cyber attacks um, mm. attempts to get that sort of data and I, I feel like you whoever has the data needs to be a very trusted source I wouldn't suggest it going to Facebook for example 
because <laughs> yeah. sorry if Mark Zuckerberg seems to be listening <laughs> to this. But... Yeah, I mean, I think he always he always listens on he always listens to this. But yeah, yeah I think it, it has to be somebody that really does have a secure network. And then hmm. the other thing to arise from what you said is, I wonder whether it might be a case of um, how easy could it be falsified. So if you need to present this data before you um, go into an event, so say it's a QR code and there's no sort of mm-hmm. like name or anything on it, could you just mm-hmm. get your mate to send you their QR code and you go in with that QR code? Like, I wonder if there has to be safeguards in place for that. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be, you know. Um, and again, that would require even more data. So, um, it, yeah, there's all sorts of issues um, at work here mm. um, that could that, that could uh, I don't know that could complicate matters. So it's going to be quite a while. Yeah, I think it's going to be quite a while because I don't think you're going to take the vaccine and then just go stroll up to a plane um, having booked a ticket. Yeah. And them letting you on. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see anyway. I'm sure that they must be thinking about these kinds of things. Yeah. Okay, then. So, yeah, on to tech. Yep. We're always zipping through uh, this, by the way. We're, we we're are. only at 13 minutes. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that um, tech is uh, very some very interesting developments on tech. Um, so as as we sort of just mentioned, um, stocks got sold. Yeah, big tech was sold off. Um, big tech has obviously been a winner throughout everything, and um, and I think that it's uh, it's got sold off. I don't. I think that that um, people are just taking profit. I don't think that that is actually um, a long term thing because I think the underlying drivers of what made um, has what has powered uh, big tech stocks like working from home and things like that, you know, they're all still there. They're not, they've not disappeared. So um, that was interesting. A really important, there was a really important um, development this week or a set of stories out this week um, all about China uh, clamping down on tech stocks. So what, what's happening is, is that the state administration for market regulation is defining for the first time ever what anti-competitive, uh, anti-competitive behavior actually is. Um, I would say thus far, Chinese tech has been allowed to develop unfettered and un, relatively lightly regulated. But now the authorities are deciding to clamp down. So that's why you, you had Alibaba, Tencent, JD.com, Xiaomi and Meituan also um, falling heavily um, uh, in, in the wake of this news. So I think that, uh, you know, what will, what will happen um, is that, that there may be an opening of um, sort of functionality being available across all platforms rather than some platforms um, uh, not allowing access to certain um, other things or, or, or payment systems. So, for instance, you had um, uh, you, you can't use WeChat Pay in Alibaba's ta- uh, Taobao store, for instance. So, um, so I think things are are going to change. And it was also interesting, of course, you know, to highlight the fact that um, so Alibaba was sold off, um, but and uh, there's almost like evidence really of of why 
why they should clamp down on it um, in that they, they made in Singles Day, which is the 11th um, of November, um, Singles Day may, it was it was another record in terms of how much money um, they made. And um, they actually did uh, $75.1 wow. billion dollars worth of sales. I mean, it's just crazy. In one day, in one day, it's amazing. Um, and, you know, uh, I think we've said this before, but Singles Day is amazing because it's completely fabricated. Um, I think, ab- uh, um, I was going to say abracadabra, uh, <laughs> Alibaba, Alibaba, God, I'm, I'm flagging, I'm flagging. Um, the, 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 um, the, I don't need another coffee. Um, the, I think that um, uh, Alibaba was, has been really um, uh, canny in developing. So they... They uh, they took this very obscure holiday, adopted it, and then basically it became what it is now. You know, not overnight, but pretty 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 quickly, really, in the scheme of things. Uh, but anyway, so China clamping down tech, it's tough. Uh, it's tough being tech in China. Yeah, I mean, um, just to add on to that, I, I can't believe the market share statistics of hmm. so a- Alibaba has a sixty percent market share in all e-commerce in China. Amazon in America has 5% of the market share. No. And to me, that's Mental. crazy because Amazon is used as one of the examples of extreme dominance and our lives exactly. are pervaded by Amazon in everything we do. But only exactly. 5% compared to 60 I, that, I can't imagine that. That's, that's crazy. I know. It is. And it does also show you how far Alibaba could fall. Yeah. So, you know, big stuff, big stuff this week. So um, the, these rules are um, being thrashed out at the moment. Uh, apparently, there's, they're, they're in a discussion period at the moment. And that, I, you know, they're, they're going to stop that discussion period at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So um, the Chinese tech companies are worried. Um, but I do, I do wonder whether this is just um a shot across the bowels from the from the government saying look don't mess with us we can put you out of business if we if we so desire because look what we did with jack ma so it will be interesting to see whether that's um how that develops but that's certainly one for the rest of the month at the very least and um another fantastic segue which is the theme of this week actually (laughs) into tiktok (laughs) yeah 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 Oh, but yeah, I, I think I have to tell you something about segways after, after all this. Um, but yeah, um, the so TikTok, yes, looking to delay um, the legal challenge um, versus the White House. Um, as you know, White House decided that it wanted to try to, um, you know, stop TikTok uh, operating in America. Um, well, actually, you know, they're not going to stop. They're still OK. Um, um and um you know they they're talking about the fact that uh, that that trump was viola- effectively violating their con- constitutional rights but re- realistically i think this is all about trying to delay things as much as possible um so that they can make sure that they're negotiating with biden and not trump who was obviously very anti uh very anti them yeah so there you go. So that was that was um, that was very exciting. I'm just trying to look on here because I had this thing. You know, um, we were talking about segways, right? Uh, <laughs> sorry to say this because I I just think I was trying to look something up while while we're talking. Um, that uh, 
I think it was owned by a Chinese company and then it went bust, I think, quite recently. Um, so it is no more. Anyway, I'll have to look that up another time. Anyway, apart from segways, we've got so EU and Amazon. Uh, so EU is is um, uh, taking Amazon to task, um, and uh, Margaret Vestager, the um, the uh, competition commissioner for the European Commission, um, she is, um, or you know, the 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 whole organisation is saying that Amazon is using data to unfairly. Uh, compete against third-party sellers. So, for instance, if you have a really great uh, product that you're that you're making and it's doing really well, and you, or you know, you decide to go on Amazon, it does really well. Um, supposedly, alleged, sorry, allegedly, and and this is what uh, you know, Amazon say they they don't do, but allegedly they collect the data, they identify successful products, um, and then find out someone who can um, produce those products and then uh, and then and then they um, you know a Chinese manufacturer or something can produce those products and then they put it on their website and competing directly against you so not only are they the kind of shopkeeper but they're also your biggest competitor so there's a lot of that going on but I do think that you know what with um, Vestager losing against Apple recently I think she needs this to work and if this doesn't i think she's going to have to resign and i think the the european commission are going to have to well they're going to have to take a long hard look at themselves um <laughs> because you know they're going to have no teeth and um and that's certainly not good look if you're supposed to be you know all powerful yeah it, this this um eu stance against big tech i, I suppose especially with vestager I mean, I, I completely see like the ne- the need for everything that they're suggesting, but they mm. just keep getting back down. Do you know, I just I don't know how they're going to be able to to enforce anything. I, I don't even know if this will. No. I mean, it it is quite clever from Amazon's perspective. Mm. I'm not condoning it. I don't think it's good, but it mm. is. I suppose what what else would you do with the data? But no, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one. I I don't know if it like you said. I think this will be like the last hurrah, and if they can't get this through, then yeah, yeah, they're toast. Yeah. I reckon that's the you know if they don't get this right. Um, I mean, I like I say, I'm big big fan of 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 what um, Vestager is trying to do, but um, you know, she's got to be able to execute, and if she can't, she's mm. toast. Um, so um. That's good. And then the last, uh, or the last, yeah, I suppose the last story really is um, Spotify um, uh, investing even more in podcasting. So they bought uh, something called Megaphone, which I think in- enhances their sort of ads and, and you know, it, or um, uh, makes their ads more efficient, that kind of thing. Uh, paid $235 million for it. Um, I mean, I, you know, this is interesting. Spotify being, this is the latest in a long string of uh, of acquisitions um, by Spotify in this area. And they recently spent that $100 uh, million on Joe Rogan's podcast as well. And they got Michelle Obama and all sorts of stuff going on. So um, I think, you know, if they continue to build within this area. So uh, I think it's really, um, really interesting. And they continue to make grounds um, on podcasting where it wasn't that long ago that apple was pretty much the only show in town yeah i i really like the um podcast on spotify including Mm. this one thankfully (laughs) well obviously 
obviously. But yeah, I, I yeah, really like them. Know. I think podcasts have, well, they must have been around for a while, but I personally have, have seen them sort of lift off recently. And I, I've really got mm. into listening to them now. I think they're great. And it's good that mm. Spotify is um, has made this acquisition because Spotify really is its own entity, whereas Apple has all of its other services. But I think for Spotify, mm. it's good to see that sort of depth development from them. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that, um, you know, they're, they're making some good acquisitions and they're really trying to think about doing things the right way. Interesting, actually, so Spotify actually own this, don't they? Yeah. They own um, uh, Anchor, which is your, I mean, I don't know what you're listening to this on, but originally, so this is recorded on Anchor and Anchor uh, is owned by Spotify. So, um, so mm. there you go. Exciting facts for the week. Um, so anyway, so I think that that's that's all we've got for this week. Um, I I know that you're I'm no doubt going to miss our voices um, over the next two, uh, next couple of days, um, but um, I hope that has helped you and uh, to give you a good overview of what's happened. Yeah, this week. I hope everyone has enjoyed this podcast, and hopefully you caught the rest in the week as well. But if not, then head over. And listen to those there as you well. Go. Um, but yeah, have you have your have yourself a Watson's <laughs> Daily podcast party. Wow. That's what you need. Get a get a you know strong cup of tea, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and just work your way through. Get some biscuits. Get uh, you know I recommend milk chocolate digestives. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and just just work your way through. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right well look um thanks oh actually or you could you could um do that i think i included it in today's watson's daily um the controversial dish of the week um <laughs> is um pigs in blankets cheesecake yeah mm. i think at first it sounds so wrong but then actually i don't know if i saw one I think I might just try it just to see what it was like. It does sound Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm not interested, norm- but I'm not sure <laughs> if I should be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm going to get a, like a Heston Blumenthal recipe um, of making cheesecakes and then putting a load of pigs in blankets on top. I think that would be a terrible waste. But if someone was to present me with that and say, would you try that? I would try that. I would try it, but I wouldn't make it. <laughs> Um, anyway, on that bombshell, um, I think we'll leave you all. But it's it's um, been a, a fun fun time, fun week, and um, I, I'm sure uh, Donald Trump will attest to. And uh, yeah, um, see you. See yeah, you next see you week. next week. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye.